episode 580 comes to you live on the 17th of October 2022 an upset in a sports match is considered when a small team or a team which doesn't play often or they are pipe part timers beat full member nation that is professional teams who play the sport day in and day out and in the world of cricket upsets have been a part of it for a long long time history has been made when relatively though i disagree with the term small teams and amateur teams who don't play often or on a regular basis beat teams who play day in and day out and their cricketers are paid for this paid in huge amounts and this is exactly what happened yesterday and this is what happened today the match was between namibia and sri lanka now namibia is a team which consists of cricketers who have come from different countries to play because their original countries did not give them an opportunity to play or they thought that they were too old in terms of age so namibia with their limited resources got all the players coaches staff and everybody and they assembled the team and they played their first world cup last year now namibia is a team we don't expect to even reach the world cup main stage they did that last year they are in the qualifying stages once again this year because they don't play regularly so they cannot be judged so the international cricket council decided to put them in the qualifying stage once again and sri lanka were also in the qualifying stage because they hadn't won the requisite number of matches that are to be won to constitute being in the main group but the expectation was that sri lanka would just run through namibia as it has been done before we have seen that but let me give you some examples 1999 world cup bangladesh beats pakistan a huge deal 2003 world cup kenya scratches it with australia 2007 world cup bangladesh beats this time india a defeat which led to many players shedding crocodile tears 2007 ireland beats a team like pakistan ireland beats a team like sri lanka remember teams like ireland and scotland and netherlands and namibia they are not regular they may be good in other sports that is cricket and that is hockey and football but they are not giants of cricket so what is india to football where we don't play the so called established teams teams like namibia netherlands islands scotland are to cricket where they don't play regularly why i have no idea why don't they play more why teams like sri lanka and india and australia and our neighboring countries don't push them or don't play with them regularly because they don't bring in the bola a team like a namibia india series will not have a full house as compared to australia india series where the treasury of the cricket board would be full or would be overflowing that's why they don't play because it's all about the economics of it it's all about 
the optic of it and Namibia and Scotland and Ireland don't provide that hyperbole optics and that's true and that's something which has not changed and that is something which is not changing because India is treated the same way in football. We don't get to play teams which have been playing for over a century which has won World Cup like Argentina and Brazil and Portugal and Spain and France. We don't play them regularly. We are happy playing teams like Vietnam and Singapore and Hong Kong. Fine, they are good teams, but I think we need to move beyond the likes of Vietnam and Hong Kong and Singapore. We cannot be playing against each other because we are not giving, we are not getting that exposure. If India plays Spain, let them lose 10-0 or let them draw. At least there will be something, there will be some kind of emotion, there will be some kind of advertisements. Anyways, when India plays these teams, no established sports channel wants to telecast the match. I have seen it often. Channels which are up and coming, which are new, telecast the match, but the viewership is hardly there. The pre-match talk is hardly there, but we'll talk on that later because Indian football, despite having Santosh Trophy and Durant Cup and the Indian Soccer League and whatever, it doesn't matter because we are not even playing a World Cup. We'll talk about that next next episode. We'll focus on these upsets. So I don't agree with the term upsets, but let's go with it for now. So Namibia beats Sri Lanka. It shakes the entire tournament. Namibia needs to win one more match to reach the group stage. How they do there will be irrelevant. If they can even bring one team close, then they would have had their ambitions fulfilled. But that wasn't enough. Scotland, another team which doesn't play often, goes on to beat the fancied West Indies team. Now, West Indies team, which was once upon a time a great team and we keep on harping about their 70s and 80s team and the current team of big players and all that, I don't think it makes a difference. But maybe it makes a difference to the people who watch and the people who analyze. So let's go with that. And as I said, there are no favorites in this tournament. There are no underdogs. There are no weak teams. There are no small teams. And I certainly don't agree with the pseudo experts who say because it's a 20 over game, even the smallest of teams can defeat the biggest of teams. There is no one small here. There is no one big here. The International Cricket Council has to relook at how teams like Scotland and Namibia will get exposure. I think all the so-called established teams, a rule should be made that India, our neighboring countries, Sri Lanka and Australia, they should play these teams at least for two or three matches. All teams should play them for a full series of 50 overs and 20 overs. And if the team refuse because of the optics, because of the economics, then the international cricket board should penalize them. Penalizing them by extracting points, by let's say forcing an Australia to play a qualifier or asking India to pay a fine. Otherwise, how will teams like Scotland and Namibia and Netherlands and Ireland get better? They, if, if they want to play two or three matches in a year, they are not going to get better. Similarly, 
International Football Federation should make it compulsory for all the big European teams, the big other teams to play teams like India on a regular basis at least two or three times a year, which means the likes of Spain and Portugal and all of them should come to India, at least play a series of two to three matches and it should be well advertised. There should be full house. India goes to Spain and plays a full match. The result should not matter. But unless we do that, how will India go and become a stronger team? If we are happy playing Vietnam and Singapore and Hong Kong and China, it, we will not improve. We are happy playing regional teams. We are not going to improve because soon there may be a situation where teams like Italy and Germany and US may find themselves playing the next World Cup. They could be in the qualifiers. And India is still not even qualified for an Asian football tournament. Forget the World Cup. And how, and how long has India been playing football? We say India has a rich football history. What's the point of having a football history and we can't even play a World Cup? Forget World Cup, but we can't even qualify for an Asian Cup or whatever is the terminology. It's just something which has to be re-looked at. And as I said, the results won't matter. Similarly, when teams play the practice match, the results don't matter. So a practice match was played today or a couple of practice matches are played only focus on one for now. So what's the significance of playing a practice match? Ever since the concept of practice match began, as I said, the International Cricket Board or Council doesn't care if teams have come playing 20 matches before a tournament. They have to organize one or two practice matches per team depending on schedule and they have to fit everything in a very cramped schedule which I'm surprised why do they allow such a cramped schedule. What is the purpose of having an international cricket body if they allow the governing bodies of separate countries to run amok to do as they will? It doesn't make sense. It's just something which is baffling. And therefore, I find International Cricket Council, the International Cricket Board, nothing more than a pseudo organization where they can't even control how other boards organize their private tournaments, the private T20 tournaments, or how they look at that we only play three matches, or how tournaments are organized, how they will or they will not play the lesser known teams. That's just baffling. But we are back to this practice warm-up games. So these games, which mean that you can play all your 15 players, you can play more than 11 players, which means when you are batting, you can allow all your batters to get a chance. And then you can do things which you cannot do in a normal match. The rules are similar. You have to bat 20 overs, a wide is a wide, but, I, but there's something different. There's something different in the intensity in the way the commentators talk about it because we know the result of these matches will not affect the final result when they play the proper matches. But they allow players to express themselves in ways in which they cannot do in a practice match. They can afford to have errors in this. And that's how it is. And then 
the captain and the coach from the outside can say okay this player has done well we'll continue with this process and we'll have a plan that this 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 player can be ready to play so if you look at this morning's practice match it was anyways a warm up match and india went in with their regular individuals rohit and rahul opening kohli at 3 and suryakumar at 4 and kartik at 5 and hardik at 6 whatever be the lineup and then they allowed when they were defending the score they allowed all their bowlers to the chance the tenth bowling was tested and all the getting used to conditions hyperbole situation was tested by the bowlers it allowed the likes of shami who had not played for a long time as is often the story to bowl couple of overs ashdeep singh and their counterparts were able to do the job but the intensity was not as high as you would expect in a game even the commentators own intensity was reduced they knew it's a warm up game it's inconsequential yet it's important because let's take another example when we have to give a huge exam which will let's say change our career we attempt many practice exams which means it allows us to simulate the condition if you have to give a practice exam on a computer then we have to sit for 2 hours so we get adjusted to that atmosphere we create an atmosphere at home where we don't want outside interference where we don't want to be distracted by other things which are part of the computer our focus should be only on that test and then after 2 hours whatever be the result we know that we have sat down for 2 hours we are ready for the test what have whatever happened in that particular exam will be seen but that what becomes important now there's another practice game on the 19th which still doesn't have that focus because here you are not exactly doing a spot analysis of how the team perform but you are still looking at a few things as to how things will shape up who will be the final 11 because here you allowed all 15 to play and then you picked up and chose that maybe for the bowling part these bowlers will be there for the batting part these bowlers will be there and you can substitute unlike in a in a regular game where substitutions are strict you can't it's 1730 friend left right and center here you can substitute here a batter can go out a bowler can come and bowl so everybody everyone gets the feel of the ball which they may have not got in a regular match because of the restrictions here all the bowlers got a chance whether they went for runs or not doesn't matter it allows everyone to just be expressive but fatigue can also come into picture while these games are important there are some teams who have played so many matches who have played at least 20 matches coming into this world cup compared to namibia and scotland who may have played two or three matches well fatigue become a factor well remember fatigue and injuries could be two different things so let's not compare them but fatigue could become a factor in this entire story and that's something that we have to understand then that's the way things are fatigue will become a factor which means in the next match whatever 15 players you have 
the people who play today may not play and the individuals who didn't get a chance may get a chance in the next match so that everyone is fresh everyone has got the feel of the environment and they all ready and ready to go for the next match what will happen because the, the conversations has been around the match on 23rd has been so much of conversation around the match on 23rd that even if you didn't know there was a match on 23rd you would know that there's a match on 23rd do you know which two teams are playing on 23rd well you should know which two teams are playing on 23rd if you don't it's not a matter of shame don't be don't put your head down if you don't know you don't know don't be unhappy that you don't know but in an ideal world you could find out and then the matches are at a time which is perfect for an indian viewer it means if you are planning something in the evening all the matches will finish by 5 pm some of them may extend till 5:30 pm indian time and then you can plan whatever you are planning for your evening festivities and then you can enjoy your lunch during that time and that wraps it up yes that's how things are because the match on 23rd between india and a neighboring country and you know which particular neighboring country has been hyped for the past one year last year's miss adventures or as what one can call them an upset after the gap of a long time but maybe things are different this year you have two teams at an equal level fatigue will come into play that i can assure you rain will play a huge role that is a guarantee that rain will play a huge role in this tournament it may rain for 10 minutes but it could rain for the entire duration of the match when teams are beginning to chase the quick lewis system may come into the picture and that's how things will look but if rains are if rains are going to be an important factor they're going to be an important factor and then the whole story of big bond which is you don't necessarily have to score 200 200 220 seems little impractical because of how things are shaped up and then it's an even battle between bat and ball as most photo experts have been reiterating about so yes maybe 160 170 would be a good score if teams chase it good for the team chasing it if the team defends it good for the team which defended the score but there will be an even contest which usually doesn't happen in other parts of the world but talking about even contests there's something we did not talk about since this particular tournament happened so as i i did talk about the women's asian champions trophy final and i was talking about the good battle between batting team and bowling team here that did not happen but it's a women's game you can't predict what will happen you could be an expert you have been an expert for more than 50 years but a women's game cannot be predicted it's practically impossible and what happened on that day the match finished before you can even sit down to watch but that's a women's game and that's always going to happen sri lanka were bowled out for 
India went on to win the match, scoring 17 runs in the eight and a half overs. But as I said, the entire tournament was played under the radar. The telecast was an obligation the broadcasters had to do because they had a deal with that particular governing body. But there was no conversation around it. There was no pre-match conversation. There was no post-match conversation. No channel even saw its anchors talk about it. But the moment the men's game starts and it has officially started, but the we are not yet officially involved in India here, so it's not officially started because we're in India, so unless India plays its first official match, the World Cup doesn't begin. Namibia and Scotland may beat other teams, but that doesn't bother us. We are focusing on the match on 23rd and the matches beyond. So once the 23rd match starts, you will see all the anchors come together in invitation to all Trudeau experts, retired discards come together and say what can they do better, where they can improve. You will see anchors standing outside the stadium talking to random passengers, passers-by, asking who are you supporting when it's obvious that they're wearing a team jersey. What do you think will happen? And then the whole cliche of you know what happens. But not once did this happen in a women's game. And this hardly happens. It's something which needs to be resolved, needs to be re-looked at, but I have my doubts that this will happen. But anyways, India goes on to beat Sri Lanka. None of the teams were favourites because in a women's game, who's a favourite and who is the underdog or whatever terminology you want to use. It's going to be a very interesting situation as to how we re-look at a women's game, especially this sport, considering the attitude we have.